Welcome to the latest installation of the Lori and Julia Book Club, the Low J Book Club, brought to you by Book Club Restaurant. Remember, if you go to the Book Club Restaurant and you mention the Low J Book Club, you can choose a free appetizer or a free dessert by ordering something from the menu. Yes. We love that place. With your meal, we love it. That's right. And we're very delighted. Uh, Charlotte Maya is with us. Is it Maya or Maya? It's Maya. Maya. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. And you Hi. you wrote an incredible book called Sushi Tuesdays, a memoir of love, loss, and family resilience. So thank you for being with us today, Charlotte. Thank you so much for including me. Yeah, I have to say that um, I'll just say up front that um, my family, we, we've survived the suicide of, uh, you know, to, for me, nephews, but for my sister, her sons, and I, I have to say, when we got your book, I was, I was nervous, Charlotte, to read Sushi Tuesdays. Yeah. Why? Why were you nervous? No, yeah. t- no, but I'm wondering why. Because I, well, I had to read it first, yeah. and, and I said, Lori, it's really good because your. Why don't you first of all, Charlotte, yeah. before answering Lori's question, um, I don't mean it that way, Lori. I mean, I just it's think scary for people to read about someone's journey, suicide, suicide mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think uh, suicide, you know, is the 10th leading cause of death in this country. It's number two for the age demographic, 25 to 34. And we don't like to talk about it. I, I don't think you're alone in being really nervous about it. And I really tried to write a memoir in a way that was tender and honest and accessible mm-hmm. because and did. the thing we know that does help is talking about it. Mm-hmm. Why but, don't, yeah. but I think, you know, like in you write your story because I mean, your husband, you're yes. taking, you know, you, you just Aren't write you? so honestly, your husband takes his own life and you write, I mean, I don't know how much time passed between when he took his life and when you wrote the book, but I have to say that your book really helped and it was wonderful to read. I am so grateful to hear you say that. It's been 15 years since Sam died and it took me 10 years actually to write the book. I started writing a blog. People kept telling me, Charlotte, you have to tell your story. You have to tell your story. And I was I, I was terrified to talk about suicide because I was afraid I would be alienated because of how my husband had died. But what I found was actually the opposite. What I found was connection and community and people wanted to have this conversation. But I started with a blog post because blogs are about a thousand words and a full length memoir is a mm-hmm. hundred thousand words. And so full-length memoir felt too intimidating. So I started first with the with the blog and eventually worked my way into the full-length memoir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really, you know, and so why don't you just tell people, Charlotte, a little bit about the book? Um, because mm-hmm. you were out, you know, with your sons and came home to the tragedy. Yes. I was out with my sons. We had taken the dog for a hike, and I came home to find a policeman, a policewoman, and a priest in my driveway. And I had no idea that Sam was suffering so much. I thought he had stayed home to take a nap. And so the policeman took me into the house, and they told me that Sam had died by suicide. 
And then they said, we will tell the children who were six and eight at the time, we will tell the children that their father died, but you have to tell them how. And we recommend that you tell them the truth because you do not want them to find that out from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And at a time when nothing made sense, that made sense to me. Mm -hmm. So honesty and transparency have really guided my journey forward. Right. Even though, even though, as you write in the book, you know, there's you, you, there's people that they absolutely will, they don't know what to say at all or without sounding, I don't know. There's a lot of people don't mean to be cruel, but they're accidentally cruel when it comes Mm. to loss you know, this way, when somebody dies this way by their choice, by taking their own life. Yeah, it is. It is hard to talk about it. And we're not we're not good at it. But like any other muscle, we can practice. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the healing is ongoing and the grief is ongoing and the conversation is ongoing. There's no point at which you can say, OK, done. Check. Grief is over. I'm done with that. Yeah. Your nephews will be alive in your heart for your whole life. Yeah. You, and, and, and we think about our, our beloveds as we move forward and as we reach different milestones. We joke in my house, we don't hide the skeletons in the closets at our house. We put them right out on the piano and on the walls. And that is how it should be because mm-hmm. love remembers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Oh, you what, well, you write a lot about therapy in right. the book, and can you talk about the therapy experiences? Because I, I really think um, I wish that like my family had known more from the first nephew to the. I wish that there had been more counts. I wish we had known. We didn't realize like how insidious and like it can spread almost like a virus. Yeah, it is really important to understand that suicide is an illness. Mm-hmm. And and depression is a disease. And I think as we become more fluent in mental health, in similar ways to our fluency in physical health, we will naturally turn more to the things that are helpful, like therapy, like having a conversation, um, finding, just asking each other, how are you really? Mm-hmm. And, and opening up. My book is called Sushi Tuesdays because Tuesdays became my day for self-care. Tuesdays, I had my favorite yoga class, and then my therapist had a recurring slot open up on Tuesdays. So I would go to yoga, I would go to therapy, and I didn't make any other appointments, not even coffee with a friend. I would sometimes take myself out to sushi for lunch because, you know, the kids were little, so they didn't really care about sushi. (laughs) And it was was just Charlotte's day to take care of Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And and I didn't even, like I said, I didn't even make an appointment to to meet a friend. I didn't want the pressure. I, if I needed to crawl back into bed and cry, that is what I would do. If I wanted to go for a walk, I didn't want to have to keep up with somebody else's pace or slow anybody else down. I, I, I just really listened to myself, which is a little counterculture. Mm-hmm. And so fine, listening to myself was also, though, part of the, part of the therapy and I had a really good therapist who understood that feelings are normal and they are signposts toward whatever else might be going on. And that was especially helpful as a mother to two grieving 
children. I I was yeah. really Charlotte. If you're just joining us, we're with um, Charlotte Maya. Her book is Sushi Tuesdays: A Memoir of Love, Loss, and Family Resilience. I you know have have two boys, and I was just struck about how. You said it, you know, they told them you have to be honest with your kids and tell them what happened before they find out from other people and your honest conversations and how mm-hmm. everyone wanted it to be a different story because it was hard to deal with and how you really just hung in there and how those boys hung in there. I mean, it really, I, you, I learned so much from reading this book, you know, about grief <laughs> and how you dealt with it. And mm-hmm. you really were a warrior, Charlotte. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, I had two good reasons to get up and going every morning, and those are my kids. Mm-hmm. And and we really were a team. And I don't think I don't think a child is ever too young to talk about grief and sadness and feelings. Obviously, there were details of their father's death that would come up over the course of of our conversations. Those children are now twenty two and twenty four. So the conversation continues, you know, when they were little, we used little words, dead, daddy, sick, and sad. Yeah. And I didn't say daddy passed away or daddy, we lost daddy, because that is so confusing mm-hmm. for young children. Um, but we did have very tender, honest conversations. And my kids know they can trust me for honest answers to life's hardest questions. Lori, what do you, you know, because I read this before you. Yeah. And how do you feel about it well, after reading the book? I mean, they, I think it gave me it gave me insight into the grief that both of my sisters, you know, have dealt with and how one one of my sisters, you know, really lives in anger is how she's dealt with her grief. And the other sister just really lives in so much sadness. And, you know, I I don't know, you know, I, I'm going to give them both a copy of your book mm-hmm. because I think, um, you know, even just reading your story uh, will help. But it just kind of gave me like, oh, this is this is the hardest stuff you'll ever go through with because both my sisters have kids, yeah. other kids. So this is yeah. a sibling. You're not only, you know, your your mom, but then the sibling. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just all it's always so complicated, suicide. It is so complicated. <laughs> and everybody's journey is unique to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is just my journey with suicide. And the more we can develop a tenderness around these conversations, you know, one of the the tragedies, I think, of suicide is that the stigma and shame surrounding it threaten to reduce our loved one's life to those last moments. Yes. And they are so much more than how they died. Mm -hmm. And as we understand suicide as an illness, as we become better about having these difficult but honest conversations, we will start to bring their whole life back into perspective Mm -hmm. and we can honor our loved ones no matter how they die. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of hope coming from the fact that that 988 national lifeline, like 911, but Mm -hmm. 988 for mental health. I I have so much hope in that and that you can call it or text it 24 seven. Just the fact that that number is out there lets all of us know there are people who care. Mm-hmm. There is help. The story is not over. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I felt that same way when 988. We were just like, we were just, and then we were like, is this terrible that we feel so glad that this, these three, you know, this easy number, we're like, no, this means that people are listening and, you know, that it is a crisis and we just need to be out loud about it. So That's right, because silence is not going to help. No. No. And I'm so glad that you yes. wrote Sushi Tuesdays. And I hope, you know, that, you know, you're getting on a lot of shows and talking about it. And it would be a good uh, book club discussion because it's you're just you're you're unfailingly honest mm-hmm. and it's very much appreciated. Well, I am really grateful to have this conversation with you and looking forward to more conversations as we move forward, because I do believe that these this dialogue will save lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for being on. And Kim Dower is just, you know, wonderful. And I know she was part of the this book as well. And we just love Kim. And the book is Sushi Tuesdays, A Memoir of Loss. Love, love loss. Love loss and family resilience. And I I couldn't put the book down. I mean, really, and it's hopeful, too. Yeah. It's really hopeful. It is. And, Charlotte, we appreciate your time, and I hope your book tour goes phenomenal. And for our listeners, go ahead. I was going to say thank you so much. I have, a, I have a kid actually in Minnesota right now, so I would welcome the opportunity to um, travel to Minneapolis-St. Paul and chat live with whoever is there to chat about this. Oh, I well, love Well, you can that. always come back on our show. You can. <laughs> you can. Thank you so much. And we have um, two copies of the books. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. This bye, is, Charlotte. Bye, Charlotte. Thank you so bye. much. Thank you both so Thank much. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. That was an intense conversation we had with Charlotte. Yes, and a lot of callers for the books, and both of the winners, uh, Sylvia and Kim, were very happy and and even one of them had a family member that experienced something like this too and are very happy to be able to give this book to their family member so and and even you know i don't you know i only know through you Lori, if through people who've died by suicide and um but it's a book about grief it is a book and it's a book for people who are going through grief and you know people die suddenly in accidents there are people get murdered you know there are you know there's suicide there are ways that people die that that feel worse than anything because it's not the right time it's not the right time or whatever so it is a book about grief and also about widow being a widow and and how that looks and how to navigate it 38 years old super in the young kids and and it's about Mm -hmm. honesty and i just loved her frankness with her children who were so young yeah and saying we just we say the truth yeah 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 because anyway it's sushi tuesdays and it just came out yesterday and she was yeah yeah, and you know, both my sisters always say that they wish more people would bring up their their boys to them. I wish people would bring up all the funny thing. You know, she, people quit. People Talking avoid bringing it. them up. They don't want to. They they're worried they're going to upset them. But really, they delight in the memory and they delight in other people's yeah. memories. So maybe if nothing else, if you. If like, you know someone who's lost had, somebody, like to tell a funny story, ask, you know, yeah. can I share this? Remember, people want to hear it. They're hungry and thirsty, I think, for it.
to remember their loved one. Yeah, besides, yeah. yeah. Besides uh, just the way that they died. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so I like, I'm glad. Rather that... rather than bringing up, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. Well, I mean, you say that, and if you don't but... know what to say, you just say, yeah. I'm sorry. You don't yeah. need to say that, you know, God must have needed oh. him or her, anything yeah. like that. You and know? she yeah. talks about that in yeah. the book. You know, oh, if this was Not God's... helping. Nope. No. Not helping. Yeah. She really talks about yeah. her faith and everything. It, yeah. It's really, wow. a, it's a good book, but I, I agree with you, Lori. They're people. They yeah. just wow. because they just, of how they died doesn't define them as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, um, anyway, so I did one. I knew that that was going to be you know like a, have you know a Our heavy conversation. conversation. And also, um, I do always think about um, my nephew because uh, his birthday always is coincides with the state high school boys hockey tournament. So I was always oh, in Duluth, yep. skiing with the boys. Um, you know, running through the Apostle Castle. Mm-hmm. One year it was really warm that weekend and we ended up hiking at Gooseberry Falls and it was like 70 degrees and the falls were not root beer barrels. It was a trickle. Sure. I mean, so I always think of him in March and he's just such a funny kid. So I, so I, funny. I got to send my sister a card with some memories yeah because it's coinciding yeah. with his birthday because mm-hmm. sometimes i'm always like oh i feel nervous to go you know i feel bad but you know she would just enjoy some of these things but 